0: Glory to God. You know, every Wednesday night, we pray for our nation, and uh, we thank God for it. We don't complain about it. We don't talk about who we think doing a good job or a bad job. We talk about how they can do a good job. Amen? Because they're in a God-ordained position, and we pray in faith. And how many know faith don't complain? Faith, don't complain. Remember that with the good English. Faith, don't complain. <laughs> Amen? Glory to God. Well, let's pray over the Word today before Lord, we thank You for Your Word, Lord. We ask for utterance and anointing and revelation today, Lord. We pray that it be the true words of God, not the words of man, Lord, that Your love would go forth through this Word, and it would be unfailing in the hearts that it, that it settles in, and that it would produce a fruit, of righteousness, joy, and peace, and that it would produce fruit in them and in others. As we hear it, we expect to be encouraged and built up in Jesus' name. We thank you for it. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. You guys are quiet today. You worked too hard yesterday? Play too hard yesterday? Yeah. Let's open our Bibles to Romans 5. And uh, let's talk about righteousness today, or righteous, righteousness, same, same, same thing, amen? You know, uh, righteous is what we are, it's who we are, it is, uh, it is what we live by, it's not, uh, it's not something we're trying to get or something we're trying to prove, amen? Amen. And, uh, and, and in, in doing so, it is our nature, you know, we want to talk about things of God as though they are our very nature. Uh, righteous is our nature because we've been made righteous. Truly, there are things that you do that you never think about doing. Other people might see them and say, Did you notice you did that? And you say, No. Do you know why you didn't notice? Because you, do by nature, do it. It's in your nature. Right. And, and in the nature, in our nature now, because of who we are in Christ and we're righteous, we do righteous things. But we don't want to call it that. What we do is we produce fruit. Fruits of righteousness. We, we, and, and you know, you never go to an apple tree and ask it if it's going to produce apples. That's what it's going to produce. Why? Because it's an apple tree. You are righteous, therefore you will produce righteous fruits. You know, a lot of people say, you know, I'm not really doing anything good. You know, I'm still ha- having trouble with sin here and sin there. You're producing righteous fruit. You are righteous. Ask God to show you, because what you do need to do is see what's being produced in you. Amen? People say, oh, I don't feel much different than I... It's not a feeling. Right? Righteousness is not a feeling. You know, too many people are trying to feel righteous. You're righteous the day you wake up. In fact, is you're just as righteous the day you wake up and don't feel righteous as you were the day you felt righteous? fact is, probably more righteous because when you feel righteous, it's usually self-righteous. Right? Because righteous isn't a feeling. It's who we are. Amen? And we get it through the grace of God and by believing in the work of Jesus Christ. It, it, you don't get it by doing things. It's, it, you don't get it by your actions. You don't become righteous because you act righteous. You act righteous because you became righteous. Amen? There, there are a lot of people want to get righteousness by acting righteous. Right? But there's no such thing as a righteous act because it's an act. Right? It's like if you played somebody else in a play, you're not that person. Right? And if you think you are, then you'll need deliverance later. Right? You were acting. That's not who you are. You are righteous. You're not acting righteous. You are righteous. And the more we know who we are and what we are, the more we'll act righteous like that and because it's our nature amen everybody with me yeah. how did abraham get righteous now well, let me rephrase that how did abraham be righteous become righteous you don't get righteous either it's like you know you notice you don't get anything from god you be things from god we've talked about that a lot the last few times i preached you be righteous you became righteous you are righteous amen you don't get righteousness Um, Abraham believed God. That's how he became righteous. It says Abraham believed God and it was accredited to him righteousness. He believed God. And after he believed God, then he he stepped out. He stepped out, why? Because now he's righteous. He has the ability to step out. Amen? Righteousness is God's ability in you. Now it's God's nature in you and now you have the, the ability to step out as him. And so when when Abraham stepped out, he was stepping out in faith in God, knowing that he was going to be fine. Why? Because God had made the promise. Amen? And so he believed God and then acted on who he was. Right? And by nature, someone who believes God does what God tells them to. Right? By nature. Right? It becomes more than obedience. It's a willing obedience. Why? Because by nature, you are now his And when He tells us to do something, it's not a commandment any longer. It's the love of our Father directing His children. Amen? If we treat everything from God as though it's a commandment and we have to do it, we'll never grow up. Mm -hmm. Right? You know, there there was a day where I wanted Ramsey to do what I told her to do, and I really didn't care why other than I told her to do it. (laughs) Right? She was young, and I said, hey... Watch for cars, you know, don't cross the street until you see, make sure there's no cars there. I want her to learn and that to become part of her nature so I don't have to tell her that all the time. Righteousness should also give us a boldness and a confidence to walk out our daily lives without having to say, Lord, do I take the next step? Lord, do I take... No, you should know and you should be confident in who you are and because of who you are, you take the next step. And you should be confident enough to know that because you're righteous, you hear from the Lord. And because you hear from the Lord, if you're about to step the wrong way, He'll tell you. Amen? Amen? (laughs) Righteousness is a good thing. Amen? Did I say go to Romans 5? Romans 5, verse 19, said, For as by one man's... Disobedience, many were made sinners. In other words, you were made a sinner by one man's disobedience. You know, a lot of people think they're a sinner because of their own disobedience. And and the truth is, is if they never sinned in their whole life, if they didn't have Jesus Christ, they'd go to hell. Because they were made a sinner when Adam sinned. That that became their nature. Right? By nature, they were a sinner. By nature, me and you were sinners. Why? Because it, it became part of our nature through our father, Adam. <laughs> you guys with me? How many know this is true? Before you were saved, you were a sinner whether you sinned or not. You, you probably did sin. <laughs> I was rather proficient at it. Amen? <laughs> Amen? But it wasn't because of yours. It wasn't your sin that made you a sinner. It was you being a sinner that made you sin. Right? <laughs> Does that make sense? You sinned because you were a sinner. By nature, sin was what you did. Right? Because of one man's disobedience. Right? It's not a tongue twister. It's not a mind game. Is everybody, everybody to understand this now? Everybody to understand this now? As my English teacher would have said one man's disobedience, many were made, made sinners. In other words, they didn't, they, they didn't get sin. They were made sinners. They, we were born sinners. Okay? So, by the obedience of one, and we all know we're talking about Jesus, of the one, shall many be made righteous. Glory to God. So, who was once a sinner is now righteous. We're still on the same track we've been on in the last four messages that I've taught, right? We're being made something we were not. You were not righteous, but now you are. Which means you can no longer be a sinner. People say, well, I still sin every now and then. Yes, but you cannot do it as a sinner anymore. Now you have the Holy Ghost telling you you just sinned. (laughs) Before, you were just a sinner. Right? Right? you know the the sins that we recognize are the ones that stand out the most but but what about covetousness and and things like that those are not sin that stand out you know th- those are sins and those are the sins i mean if you really that's the the sin that adam and eve did was not pulling the tr- the fruit off the tree and eating it right That wasn't the sin. The sin was not listening to God and being obedient to what he said do and wanting something that he said they couldn't have. Making themselves their own gods. They immediately broke all ten commandments in one pull. Right? Right? They they served themselves as God. They made themselves God immediately. So they immediately served another God besides him. We won't even go through all ten. They broke all ten commandments in one pull. Amen. <laughs> you guys are really quiet today. I'm not very smart, so this will be real simple. <laughs> I do have the Holy Ghost, though. It's like you slept in a Holiday Inn Express last night. I have the Holy Ghost. <laughs> That's way better than sleeping in a Holiday Inn Express. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> so we are made righteous by the obedience of Jesus Christ and believing in that obedience. Amen? Amen. It says, moreover, the law entered that offense might abound. In other words, he, the after, after sin came in, then they, br- they brought the law in to identify sin. Right? But so, so, the, so now not only did you were you a sinner, but now you had a great big light that shined on you that said you're a sinner and showed you what you did wrong. Uh-huh. And so not only did Jesus have to make you righteous, He had to take away the big light. Amen? Amen? And so he perfected it. He didn't take it away. He perfected it. By by overcoming the law, by obeying it. But then through his grace, through his grace where sin abounded, where sin abounded, grace much more abounded. So what he's saying is it doesn't matter how unrighteous you thought you could were my grace is greater than your unrighteousness. So now, no, no matter how far unrighteousness went, grace went further. Amen? You say, well, you don't know what I've done. You, it doesn't matter what you did. Grace outran you. You weren't quick enough. Amen? Grace, was, grace is gooder than you are badder. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. Aren't you glad for the grace of God that made you righteous? And this is what we believe in. You must believe in that grace because you can't have righteousness on your own. You're not going to get it by yourself, by your works. It's not coming by works. Right? You have been made righteous and now, just like when you were a sinner, you could sin real easy, now you can do good real easy. It's very easy because through the grace of God, you now have the ability to love where others couldn't love. That alone makes us important everywhere we go. Everywhere we go, we can love and bring love to a situation. Glory to God. That's a big thing because you've now brought the unfailing force of the universe into play. And when it plays, it wins. It's unveiling. And so just that part of the nature of God in you makes you great. Yeah. (laughs) Not because of who you were, because of who He was and made you to be. Now it's because of who you are, not because of who you were. Amen? And now you're judged according to who you are, not according to who you were. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. When the devil says, look at him, he's messing up, God says, that's mine, and he's righteous. And the devil says, "Oh, you must not be looking at what he did. And God said, no, I'm not. I'm looking at what Jesus did, and he's righteous. So we need to quit looking at what we did and start looking at what we can do. Amen? And if you'll look, I don't care how unrighteous you feel, but because you're righteous, if you'll look deeper into who you are, you'll find the goodness of God and you'll see areas in your life where you have changed. Where where you are doing things that you never did before. Don't let the devil deceive you. You are the righteousness of God and you will produce fruit. Amen? And the devil doesn't want you to think that you will because he don't like your fruit. Right? <laughs> Cuz he can't have none. Grace did abound much more than sin. Grace means you don't work for it. Amen. You can't you can't do enough to get it and you're not trying to. You know that that's 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 a trick of the devil. He's trying to get Christians to work for who they are. They're trying to see, get them to do things to prove what's in them. That, that's why Jesus didn't jump. That's why he didn't turn stones into bread, because he didn't need to prove who he was. You notice that that's what the devil kept saying to him? If you're the Son of God, prove it. Prove it. Prove it. He doesn't need to prove it. He is. I don't need to prove I'm righteous. I am. And because, it's, you know, it's like we talked about the apple tree the proof's getting ready to happen, the fruit's coming out. It's not going to say, okay, I'm going to produce an apple. Apple, apple, apple. Come on, apple. No, apple's going to happen because it be an apple tree. Righteous is going to happen. There are things you're going to do and you need to start expecting to do them because of who you are. It's not about... I'm the righteousness of God, so I can be rich. Yeah, you can be rich, but you can be rich in good works. Right. Amen. Amen? Yeah. And then your tr- your riches will mean something. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah. It's not by it's not by works. Look at Romans four. Romans four, verse four. It says now to him that works. Now to him that works is the reward not reckoned of grace. In other words, if you worked for it, it's not a worker, it's not you you didn't get it by the grace of God. Right? That's what people were trying to do with the law. They they were they had to do this, 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 and this and this, and, and then it still could not fix them. Remember, the law was powerless in it couldn't do anything with sin. All it could do was shine a light on it. So all it did was make more sin. Right? The law had no power. Grace is the power of God unto salvation. It makes you something you are not. The law cannot do that. I'm not saying don't go out and do right things. You should because you're righteous. But don't go out and do them to be righteous. Do them because you are righteous. Amen? Because righteousness is a heart. It changes the way you see. It changes the way you think. It changes the way you do. You live your everyday life. Right? It's, it's a right way of seeing. Remember what it said in Matthew 6 where it says, to Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, His way of doing and being right. What's it saying? Look, you're, you need to start seeing things the way he sees them. When he sees a situation, he immediate, he immediately never says, oh, hopeless. Hopeless. Well, if God says it's hopeless, guess what? <laughs> he ain't never said that, so we don't know. We don't want to see what happens when God says it's hopeless. Because if it's hopeless for one person, it can be hopeless for you. Right? It's not hopeless with God. There is no such thing as a hopeless situation. When God sees something, He immediately sees a way out. He saw the world dying in sin, and He saw Jesus on a cross and being risen from the dead. God's got greater vision than we do, but through righteousness we have that same vision. We can see the fix before the problem. Amen? Amen? And it's we're not doing it to to show people we are righteous. It's not a work. I'm not not doing acts of righteousness or producing fruits of righteousness to show you that I'm righteous. Jesus said, unless your righteousness exceeds that of the Pharisees, then you won't understand the kingdom of God. You'll not enter the kingdom of God. He said, you won't be able to see how it works. Why? They couldn't see how it works. Their righteousness was in themselves. I mean, their righteousness was in the law. We've done this, we've done this, we've done this, you owe me this. Because I've done this, this, and this, and I've made all my offerings, and I've done this, you now owe me this. Right? No grace. They were were saying, I'm righteous because of what I've done. God's saying, you're righteous because of who you are. Amen? Not because of what you've done. And because of who you are, you'll do good works. Amen? Amen? It's what He's made us to be. Righteous. And it's a heart. It's a change in personality. It's a change in your very nature. And by that name, people say, "Well, you know, I'm still dealing with this man. When I get on the computer, I gotta go. I look at this, and I find myself over here. And I find my... and you know, you know what? You know that you do find yourself over there, don't you? That's because you're righteous. Righteous people can't do that and get away with it. Why? Because the very righteousness of God is going to convict you, not condemn you. What he says is stop, and what the devil says is look at you. Look at you doing it wrong again. You'll never amount to anything. You need to listen to the first voice that said stop it and then quit. Don't listen to the second voice that tells you who you ain't because you didn't become unrighteous because of an unrighteous act just like you didn't become righteous with a righteous act. It was not your act. It was the act of Jesus that made you righteous. And it's not an act that's going to make you righteous, and it's not an act that's going to make you unrighteous. Amen? Amen. I'm never going to be unrighteous again. Because I'll never choose to be. The only way you can get out of this, from what I can tell, is choose to be out. Not by action, by heart. And I have never met somebody that would do that. Amen? I'm not volunteering for that. <laughs> now, to him that works is the reward not reckoned of grace, but of debt. In other words, if you could work for it, God owes you. Amen? And, that, and that's, that's what the Pharisees always said. I'm a tither. I, I, I do this. I fast. And you know what? They made sure you knew. You seen... <laughs> no, I don't have any people like that in here. You've seen people like that, right? They want, they want to make sure you know how righteous they are. You know why? Because they feel very unrighteous. They feel very unrighteous. And, and the only way they can do, change that is to try to make themselves feel righteous. And see, that's why you've got to get away from these feelings things. You, you may wake up tomorrow and feel not saved. That's not going to make you less saved. Right? You may wake up tomorrow and say, I don't feel like God loves me. Wrong again. He loved you before you knew Him. He can never unlove you. Amen? Amen? Don't rely on your feelings. God doesn't work through them. He wants you to have them. He created you with them so that you could rule over them. Right? Because how many know you could be touched with compassion, which is a heart feeling and has eternal value, and you could move in the power of God and do something that made eternal difference? Amen? And you might cry when you did it because it felt good. That's what crying's for. Not for feeling bad. <laughs> yeah, crying was created for feeling good. It's when you feel really good, you cry. How many, how many don't mind when you cry when you're happy? Oh, yeah. Okay, even you guys, come on. <laughs> I'll cry and like it. <laughs> I ain't too proud to cry if I'm happy. I don't want to be crying because I'm sad. Amen? <laughs> if, we, if we could do something to get it, then it would no longer be grace. Abram experienced the grace of God in the Old Testament by believing God. He was accredited righteousness. That had to come by grace. Grace may not have been mentioned, but it was the grace of God because only through favor could he not look at the sin. So he made him righteous so that the sin was not there to look at right how many know when abram got righteousness on credit god's credit is good amen and and he did come good on his credit because jesus christ was the full payment amen and so what what abram looked forward to we now look back at amen glory to god abram looked forward to it in righteousness He walked the earth and he left his home country righteous. Not to prove he was righteous, because he was righteous. He didn't say, God credited me righteousness and I'm going to prove it. No, he changed. And because of this credit, he believed God and God immediately said, you're righteous. And now he, he was empowered to do everything that God told him to do. See, that's why the devil doesn't want you to believe you're righteous, because if you believe it, you're now empowered to do everything that God's told you you can do. Amen? Amen. Amen. You can now be healed all the time. You can be prosperous. You can can have peace in the midst of the storm. You can be everything God said you can be because of who you are. And the devil does not want you to know that. Because then the minute you have a contrary feeling, you'll say, that ain't me. And the devil has no power over you. His only power over you was sin. And when sin got knocked out, he had no more power over you. Now he's got to get you to unbelieve what you believed to get to where you were. Right? Right? You believed in the work of Jesus Christ to become righteous. He's got to get you to unbelieve in who you are now, to get you not to be it. Well, I got some good English going today, don't I? Huh? We've been through four verses of four pages. <laughs> Verse 5 But to him that worketh not, but believeth on him that justifieth the ungodly, his faith is counted for righteousness. So for him that doesn't want to work for it, all he's got to do is believe in Jesus Christ and it's counted as righteousness. He's now the righteous. It's so important for us not to work for these things. We are this. We don't have to work for it. We're work- It'd be like somebody handing you your paycheck that you already worked for and you say, oh, I better go work. You don't have to work. You already worked for it. You don't have to work. Jesus worked for it. And then when He was done, He handed it to you. That's why we're more than conquerors. Conquerors had to work for it. More than conquerors got it for free. Glory to God. God. We didn't have to work for it. We got this gift from grace. Amen? The Pharisees were working for it. Look at Luke. 18 just look at the way they prayed this is the parable of the two men that went and prayed the pharisee he goes up there and he says you know and this this is arrogance this is not faith amen how many know there's a difference between arrogance and faith right because faith doesn't need to tell you who it is that's why jesus didn't need to tell anybody who he was He knew who He was. Right? He wasn't confused, and they weren't going to confuse Him. Arrogance has to tell people. Why? Because it doesn't believe in what it's even saying. Right? How many know this Pharisee, he's sitting there saying, I'm glad I'm not like other people, and he knows he's exactly like them. He read the law. He knows he's exactly like them. He said... Pharisee stood and prayed with himself. First of all, as Brother Moore says, you know, you know it's bad when you're praying with yourself. <laughs> Why? Because God can't hear a prayer that's not prayed in love. Right? God doesn't need you to tell Him who you are or who you were. Right? You, you know, you have people in faith circles and they, they're, they're reminding God of who they are. I don't need to remind God of who we are or of who I am. He loved me. He made me who I am. Right? I don't need to remind anything of who I am. Every now and then I have to remind me. But reminding me won't require me to tell you. Right? Right? you got people shouting in the grocery store, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. (laughs) Say that in your heart. Before the guys come with the big white coats and the extra long arms. (laughs) I'm not saying there's not a time to shout it out, but (laughs) shout it at at yourself. Amen. (laughs) He said, uh, he stood and prayed with himself, and then he said, I thank you, God, I thank you that I'm not as other men, extortioners, unjust, adulterers. Or even as the publicans. And you notice, he went to the things that he knew he didn't do. Right? Now you say, God, I'm so glad I'm not like other men. I didn't lie today. <laughs> you, know, you got to find something you didn't do before you can say, I'm not like them. Right? He didn't mention covetousness. Huh? He didn't mention jealousy. He didn't mention anger. Right? He didn't mention any of those. Why? He could only be justified by what, by what he thought he had. Right? by what he thought he did right. Amen? (laughs) Right? You guys with me? Hmm? (laughs) He said, I'm not like them, or even as the publican. I fast, so he had to find something he did do. First he found the things he didn't do. What? He's talking works. I didn't do this, and I did do this. It's all works. God, you owe me. This is why I am who I am, is because of what I do. I don't want to be what I am because of what I do. Right? I want to do what I do because of who I am. Amen? Amen? That's why Jesus made you become something more so that you could do something more. Amen? Amen? This is a good thing. Righteousness is a good thing. We can become all things to all people because of what God's done in our lives amen he said i fast and i give tithes of all that i possess man everybody's looking at him going woo, woo, woo. i mean what if somebody came up here to give a testimony today and they said i'm not like most of you you know i see a bunch of sinners out here uh, you guys have been uh, in adultery and extortion You've been unjust. Not me. No, no, no. Fasted hungry right now, as a matter of fact. Fasted. Been fasting three days. You fasted three days, huh? Looky here, righteousness. In the dictionary, my picture, right there beside righteousness. Right out to the side, fasted three days. Gave tithes. You tither? No tither? No, you didn't tithe? (laughs) Go on. You ain't going to make it. You can't tithe. Don't fast. Got sin in your life? God won't accept you. He owes me. He's all into works. He couldn't get close to the grace of God. Grace can't come there. It's not invited. And it has no place there. Right? But what what did the other man say? <laughs> he knew he needed a Savior. He knew he needed something more than fasting and tithing. He needed something more than I didn't do this or I did do that. He needed something more. Amen? He didn't talk about what he'd done. He talked about who he was. Amen? He said, uh, the, the other one standing afar off, he didn't even so much as lift up his eyes. And he smote his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. That's all he said. Real simple prayer. Lord, show me Your love. Show me Your love. Give me mercy. I know I'm not who I need to be, but I know You can make me something else. Amen? That's the prayer of a righteous man that's the prayer of a righteous man a righteous man knows where he got his righteousness he knows why, where he became righteous he's he's not he's not arrogant or proud because of who he is he's happy every day because of who he is he's thankful and see a person like the Pharisee he can't give mercy because he's never received it he didn't he didn't get anything from God because God's merciful He got everything from God because of His works. Therefore, He can't receive mercy or can't give mercy because He's never received it. People who can't give mercy are nothing like God. Amen? They're nothing like God. And God said, be merciful as I'm merciful. Just like I am. You can't be something you haven't got. Right? Right? You have, you, and he, when he, he wants to receive mercy. He wants to receive the love of God and be something he isn't. He said, have mercy on me, a sinner. In other words, he just came right out with it. This is who I am. Make me something else. And, and, and Jesus said, I'll tell you right now, one person left, left that place justified. you know what the word justified means? Righteous. One person left that place righteous. And who was it? It was the one that used to be a sinner. Why? Because he recognized who he was and he became something more. Amen. He received the grace of God. Thank you, Lord. Amen. I'm so happy I've received the grace of God and that God was merciful on me. And He still is. Yes. Amen? Amen? Now His mercy works in me and through me every day of my life amen and I do I do believe there's lots of days I use it up and that's why it's new every day (laughs) thank you Lord you know what's really cool about that is what he's really saying is I don't remember anything from yesterday (laughs) why I had mercy mercy doesn't remember yesterday why it had mercy mercy forgives forgiveness doesn't remember that's, that's why you don't need to go tell every person what you did. <laughs> they may not be as merciful as God. Confess your sins to God, because He'll forgive you. Your brother may not. And you know what? That's going to be worse for him than you. A person that can't forgive a sin can't be forgiven a sin. Ooh. None of us like that, are we? We're righteous. The righteous Forgive righteous people forgive why because they've been forgiven they have ability beyond what they think they have and people say i can't forgive you don't understand they're wrong they have the love of god and the love of god forgave the sins of the world the worst sin you can think of is forgiven and you have that ability in you and i have it in me when i say i can't forgive it's just like brother moore says it's not that you can't you're choosing not to You want to hold on because it's your vice. (laughs) Well, I may want to bring this up later. (laughs) See, God's not going to bring up your old sins to you later. God's not going to say, Remember, remember when I told you not to do that and you did it? I know you asked me forgiveness, but I'm bringing it back up now. God don't do that. He'll hit you right where you live, but He won't go backwards. Amen. Thank God he doesn't go backwards. Amen. Most of them most of us wouldn't even go to last week, would we? His mercy's new every day. Receive it every day. You're going to need it. People say, "Well, I might not need mercy today." Yes, you do. You'll need to breathe. You'll need to walk. <laughs> You'll need to do things that require mercy. Amen? Thank you, Lord. (laughs) This is pretty good. I wondered what I was going to preach today. One man left there justified rather than the other. For everyone that exalts himself will be abased. Why? Because self-exaltation won't won't lift you up. You You can talk great about yourself all you want, but unless you're saying what God says... It has no power. God's words are what mean something in your life. What God says about you. It doesn't matter if somebody says, comes up to you and says, You're the lowest, worthless, I I wouldn't I don't like you at all, and you are ugly too. And God'll say, No, he's beautiful. And he's full of my grace, and he's full of my love, and he's mine, and he does good works. He's been created in Christ Jesus unto good works. It doesn't matter what others say about you. God has already said who you are, and the righteous are what He says. Amen? Amen. Amen. Glory to God. How are we going to get to this? Thank you, Lord. Look at Matthew 25. The righteous do right things. Not Not to prove their righteousness... Or not to be righteous, but because they're righteous. Amen? Righteous people won't even recognize righteous fruit in themselves. Why? Because what you do. That's what I was talking about by nature. By nature, there are things, there are movements you make, there are things you do, there are things you do every day that are, by nature are just you. Amen? And when you became the righteousness of God, and you became righteous, there are now things by nature that you just do, and you may not even recognize them. Jesus was talking about this parable, and he went to the he was separating the goats and the sheep, and he pulled them to his right hand, and he said, he said, uh, you, you know, enter into the kingdom of God, because when I was hungry, you fed me; when I was thirsty, you gave me a drink; when I was naked, you clothed me; when I was in prison, you visited me. You know, all that. And what was the next person? What was the next thing that was said in verse, uh, verse 20 or uh, 37? Matthew 25, 37, Matthew 25:37? This is how the righteous answered. The righteous answered him, saying, "Lord, when, when saw we? <laughs> let me let me try to read this in English. When did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you a drink?" 38, when, when did we see you a stranger and took you in or see you naked and give you clothes? 39, or when, when did we see you sick or in prison and came to you? Verse 40, And the king answered and said to them, Verily I say unto me, In so much as you did it unto the least of these, my brethren, you've done it unto me. They didn't even recognize their good works. Why? Because it's who they are. They didn't recognize, they didn't say, oh, I've been feeding people. Yeah, you're right, I should be over here in the right hand. I've been feeding people. I've been clothing them. Man, I gave money just last week. That's who I am. You know, I did this and I did that. Sure, I ought to be on the right hand. Righteous people, he didn't, they didn't even recognize their good works. Why? Because it's by nature who they are. That's who we are. Think about these testimonies we hear. Buying somebody gas is by nature what we do. They didn't ask the person, do you have enough money for gas today, poor sir? Let me... I need to write a testimony tomorrow. Could I put my credit card in here so that I can tell people how righteous I am? I need to show people that I'm righteous. i got to get out here and produce some fruit. Can you imagine a whole field of trees Talking that way. Huh? Look at me, I got fruit. You don't got none? <laughs> I got fruit already. You ain't good. You're a bad tree. I got fruit, you don't got fruit. I've been producing fruit nine hundred years now, and you ain't produced a bit. It's because I'm a fruit producer, by golly. You'll know me because I produce fruit. Is that what it says? no You'll know them because they produce fruit? It says you'll know them by their fruit. Right? Glory to God. we don't we don't have to wonder if we're doing good works by nature you will do them Amen. that's why we have testimonies. people aren't going out there making testimonies we are testimonies why because we're righteous you know, people say well, i didn't have any money i couldn't get them gas I, what if you cooked them a meal what if you visited somebody in jail it doesn't matter you did something why not because you wanted to get to heaven because you're going to heaven because of who you are. Not to get to be who you are, because of who you are. The other guys, Jesus said the same thing to them. He said, He said, You didn't visit me. You didn't feed me. You didn't clothe me. And they didn't even recognize. Why? Because they didn't see Jesus. They didn't see the king. Right? They were looking for him. Why? Because that's who they wanted to give to. Because they'd be seen then they're looking for somebody i need to give to them because then my gift will be seen god is the only person that needs to see your gift amen the other guys didn't weren't giving gifts why because they didn't see the value in giving the gift because it didn't do anything for them right <laughs> they said they said when did we see you when you didn't, were hungry and we didn't feed you. When did we see you? When did we see you? Now, what, what are they saying? We, we need to see you. Because if we'd have seen you, we'd have done it. But we'd have had to see you, not some poor person. I don't want to just see somebody out there begging for food and go give them food. Nobody's going to know about that. I'll have to tell everyone. If I'm going to write a big check, I want a ceremony. I want one of them big cardboard checks, and I want them amount on it in my name, and I want to shake hand with the owner, and I want my name on the, on the auditorium. <laughs> because that's all they're going to get. Because that's all their righteousness buys. Our righteousness helps others. Our righteousness was born out of the love of God and works through the love of God. And it produces fruit of the love of God. And it will take us places where we don't want to be, but we'll see things that we can fix there. People say, I don't want to go there. Your righteousness does. Right? Don't follow your flesh that day. Go where God told you to go. Oh, but I don't like those people. God does. Right? Yeah, God will send you right in the middle of people you don't like. Right. And then He'll tell you to love them. Give them a great big hug when you see them. Yeah. He, he, why? Because He loves them. And He made you righteous and put His grace on you and in you and now you are enabled and empowered to make a difference in that place. Glory to God. That's what He did for us. He made us to be righteous. And now we go about... Doing righteous things. Not to prove our righteousness, because it's who we are. By nature, we are the righteousness of God in Christ. Amen? Amen. When we leave here today, our thoughts will be righteous thoughts. Amen? You now can see, because of who you are, how God operates. That's why he said, seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. What's he saying? You now can seek it. That whole chapter he's talking about your father, your father, your father. Why is he saying that? Because you are now a child of God. And you now can see like your father. And so he's saying, now seek how I would do this. Seek who I would be in this situation and do what I would do. Amen? Amen? And we do that because we're righteous. We don't tell people we're righteous because we're righteous. Right? It's not well, I'm coming in here. I'm a little bit too righteous to be here. But you need me. You need me because I'm righteous. They don't need you at all. They need the God that saved you. And we need to walk in just like this man that beat his breast and said, I'm a sinner, save me. And we need to walk into people and say, I've been where you're at. And you can go where I'm going. Amen? You don't got to be there no more. I've been there. I've been lower than you. But now I'm on your level telling you that God loves you. That God's got a good plan for your life. That God will make you righteous. And you'll be out helping this very people that you were. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Isn't that exciting to be something more than you thought you than you were, and that you thought you are most of the time? The devil's got us so lied to. He, he, he's got so many Christians deceived. Oh, I couldn't do that. Oh, I couldn't do this. I'll never be that. You are that. You are this. You are the righteousness of God in Christ. You have the very love of God in you. You're endued with the power of God, and his spirit is in you and on you. You can do all things. When he wrote that verse, he wasn't writing it so you could climb over a mountain. He was writing it so you could pull others over the mountain. We look at too many verses selfishly. When he said, I can do all things through Christ, he was saying, I can do all things through Christ for you. Yeah. Yeah. Amen? Amen. <laughs> that verse didn't quit when you got over the mountain. There's somebody on the other side. Throw him a line. (laughs) The Gospel is not selfish. It never quits. Once you're over, somebody else is coming behind you. God said don't leave anyone behind. (laughs) It's His will that all men be saved. And because we don't like them or what they said or what they stand for or who they are, there's people that won't even pray for people because they don't like what they believe. Well, that's why you should pray for them. (laughs) Oh, they're awful people. I wouldn't go near them. They believe in this. They believe in homosexuality. They're so green, it's horrible. I couldn't even talk. I wouldn't go near them. Go right all near them. How are you going to change them? Christians are not exclusionist. We exclude nobody. We include all. That's who Jesus included in the salvation message when He died on the cross and rose again. All. And that's who we include. All. Why? Because we're righteous. We're righteous with the righteousness of God. We're righteous with the righteousness of Jesus. We are righteous... We be righteous and we act righteous because of who we be. Amen? Amen. Stand to your feet. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Whew. Man, we made it through a page and a half of notes. You know, you study for four days for three verses. (laughs) It's good. Brother Morrow said it won't be wasted. He's right. You use it later. You do. You use it all. Thank you, Lord. He's so kind to us. How many righteous people I got in here today? I got a I got a few righteous people in here. Thank you, Lord. Go ahead and play something. Thank you, Lord. You got a song?